This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. What did you learn this weekend? You go first. I learned that I have a really crooked finger and I was not built for crokinole. That's the game where you flick like a wooden <laughs> puck and try to slide it into different higher point categories on a like stop sign shape board with pegs in it. It's basically curling, but with your finger, little fingers. Yeah, a lot of people would have like seen these in their childhood and had no idea how to play, and you end up just throwing the pe- little pucks at each other eventually. Yeah. But it's that. That's exactly what my partner said in the tournament. She was like, the only time I ever played this growing up was with my brothers, and we would just beat each other up with the pucks. Right. Yeah, you Throw have no idea other. what you're doing, and yeah. then it just turns to chaos. But yeah, I... Uh, Look how crooked your fingers are. That's so weird. Yeah, and I'm starting to wonder if that's maybe part of my struggle with not being an elite athlete. Yeah, because it's just two fingers on one hand that are crooked for you. You can't lay them flat. Like all, If you're listening mm-hmm. right now, like lay your hand flat down on a table. You know how they're straight? Ryder's pointer finger and middle finger on one of his hands is kind of shifted to the side. Mm-hmm. They don't flatten his fingerprints wouldn't go down straight so like my follow-through with my basketball shot yeah probably that's a little why it goes crooked. to the side cutting a little <gasps> bit crooked weird pool like billiards maybe that's why i miss once in a while i thought you're really good at pool yeah i'm not never got to go pro okay so what i learned this weekend is if i wash my hair twice i've been hearing this on tiktok instagram everywhere even going to the hair salon they're saying things like the first time you shampoo, it gets rid of the dirt, okay? Yeah, and you're the oil. It. And then you're supposed to shampoo again before you condition. And I've always heard that and said, that is such bull crap. That's just people's way of trying to get more product used. 100%. It's, shampoo, it's big shampoo telling us to use more. Right. That's what I thought when yeah. you said that. I did it this weekend. Yeah. Everyone that I ran into after that was like, did you get a blowout? Why does your hair look so good? Because it was actually clean for the first time. I yeah. posted a bunch of photos on Instagram. If anyone listening right now wants proof, go look at how good my hair looked over the weekend. What the heck is up the with that? The old double wash. Double shampoo. Go check it out. At the Lisa Evans. Ryder looks great too, but don't comment on his crooked finger if it's in any of those photos. Yeah, it'll make me sad. What if there was a food hall of fame? Is there not? I don't know. Let's I'm just going to look for it right now. Food hall of fame. We're both doing the exact same thing. Let's use a faster typer. The food industry hall of fame was established. Nah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like cheeseburgers. That is a guaranteed first ballot hall of famer. What would you put in the hall of fame of food? Buffalo chicken dip. No. What? No. It's too new what are you talking to the game. About? No, well, it's like a trendy 2020 to now. Oh, dip. so it's got to be something that's been along uh, around for a while. Still like a point, rookie to the point where it's like absurd that it's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Exactly like how the Supremes were just entered into the Hall of Fame. Okay. this year doesn't make any sense. They've been around for decades. So, like, you've got your cheeseburger, you've got your pizza, you know, if you want something that's buffalo wing flavored, you put the buffalo wing in the Hall of Fame. Now, are we talking buffalo sauce that's uh, creamy, that's added, there's hot sauce added to it? Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, like, hot wings should be in there. Okay. Wow. Just doesn't want to participate now that I've 
Ex-Nade Buffalo Chicken Dip. Not in my Hall of Fame. Well, you're making sense, so that's why it's annoying. <laughs> okay, so if I can't put Buffalo Chicken Dip in the Food Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. what am I putting in instead? Can I put stuffed crust cheese pizza in, or is that no. also too new? I think that just pizza would be what you put in. But the stuffed crust is what makes me want to order it. Okay. This is not Lisa's Food Hall of Fame. Is it Ryder's Food Hall of Fame? Apparently. I think maybe stuffed crust could go into one of the wings, like one of the areas of the Food Hall of Fame. It wouldn't be in the like the main area with the big hitters. This month we're featuring pizza, sure. You can have like a... What do you mean this month? They have different months of different themes? I, well, you got to bring the fans well, in. Well, then it, what would they say if it was dip month? They're yeah, just going to ignore buffalo no, dip? No, then they can shine the spotlight on buffalo chicken dip. It's just not going to be in there all the time. We're talking gr- you said grilled cheese. New. It is too new. That's why it could potentially be in one of the little side rooms. Deneen says don't air pizza. Is that too new for you? Don't airs? Yes. Put it in the Canadian Ryder, wing. Don't air pizza has been a- around just as long. Yeah, it's too specific again. This sounds like the most boring Hall of Fame ever. (laughs) Uh, Ryan says shepherd's pie. Yes. In. What about garlic bread is another text we got. Yes. You seem upset. Well. Because you don't like it? That's not fair. No, but I just don't know. It's Nobody's like, oh, what are you having for dinner tonight? Garlic bread. You know, it's kind of like it goes with the spaghetti. Spaghetti and meatballs, for example. That would be in the Hall of Fame. So if there's... A picture of garlic bread with it. So be it. Peanut butter and jam sandwich. Yes. Is text we in got. top 10 all time. Grilled cheese sandwich would be the other sandwich that I think is just a shoe in for the With a side Hall of ketchup. Of fame. It has to have a side of ketchup and a pickle. Sure. I like that. Otherwise, what are you doing with your life? Tiffany says mac and cheese, baby. Yep. But mac and cheese bites? No. Why? <laughs> because. With a side of marinara? They're trendy. That they Hall of Fame does not... Open the doors to new trends, unless it's new trend month. Okay, well, nobody's coming to support your Food Hall of Fame if it's too confusing. Like, your website sounds like it's a disaster. (laughs) Chicken pot pie, says Monk. (laughs) And then they went on to say my three favorite things. Chicken, pot, (laughs) and pie. (laughs) All good together. I love that. Shelby says hot dogs. What are your thoughts on that, Ryder? In. No questions asked. Now, does, does Shelby have to get specific about toppings? No, I think the basic hot dog without any toppings would be what was entered into the Hall of Fame. But then if you had hot dog month, then you could get like a chili dog or St. Louis style, which is just a pickle and mustard. Can I say something controversial? Uh Uh-oh. I like hot dogs plain. Yeah, see, that's why I think you put the plain in. I don't like anything on it. That's weird, but... Sometimes a little stirred. Sometimes I like it when it's like crispy. It is a shriveled up hot dog to the point where it looks like it's been in a back alley for six months give it to me <laughs> you know what it's like burnt and shriveled yeah if i mm. if i just took what you said there and deleted <laughs> that we were talking about hot dogs where are my plain hot dog people at, where <laughs> I, want, are we at? I want it in the back alley oh, look, they're coming through on the text line cody also a plain hot dog person Derek, no sauce sauceless dog give me that dry bun Yes. Is there anything you eat faster than a hot dog at the turn at a golf course? Like when you get one in the little in-between hole 10 and 9 and 10? 
That's the fastest I eat anything. Is yeah, it's like two bites gone. You put one of those dogs. I don't want to set it on the seat of the cart, so I just try to eat it before I, it's my turn. I, th- I think I eat everything too fast. <laughs> to the point where it actually, I think, is a problem because my brain hasn't processed that I'm full yet. Therefore, I overeat. Right. Like, I'll clear a plate record-breaking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, often I'll serve you. Our new roommate is blown away that I do this. I usually plate the food that I cook. Well, because with your kitchen renovations, the, the spot where we usually sit down to eat is covered in everything that was in all the cupboards. Right. So there's nowhere to eat. Yeah, or serve properly. Yeah, so the plates are all over the place. So you're serving everything as if he's in a restaurant. But uh, yeah, I'll hand you a plate and then I'll go back to like get myself dinner. And by the time I come to sit down, you're done. Yeah, and I'm sick already. Yeah, complaining. Because I haven't chewed it properly. And then you look at me like, how are you eating that? I'm so full. (laughs) I'm like, well, I haven't eaten yet. Okay, what else is going into the Food Hall of Fame? Because believe it or not, 6AM Listener Club, it doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a Food Hall of Fame. Isn't that disgusting to hear? Tiffany thinks that uh, she's on the same page as me, and I don't know if it's about my food choices and what should be going into the Hall of Fame, or if it's that you sounded like a raging pervert when you were talking about back alley wiener. Mm. Okay, so Eric says, I'm (laughs) offended that you guys haven't brought up pasta at all whatsoever. Put the fettuccine Alfredo in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, if there was only one pasta that was going to go into the Hall of Fame. It's not going to be fettuccine Alfredo. No, I I think it's got to be spaghetti, right? Spaghetti and meatballs. But it's got to be made by Nona. Sure. That sauce better be on the stove Mm -hmm. for six hours at least. Good point. Here's the thing about fettuccine Alfredo, and this is why it does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. You heat that thing up, the the sauce disappears. Where does it go? You get your fettuccine to go. You try and heat it up the next day. Where did the sauce go? It disintegrated into the universe. Why? I still think it should be going into the Hall of Fame, I think. If there's only one, it's the spaghetti. But if there's more than one, you got to go carbonara, fettuccine, mac and cheese, you know? Wait, sorry, I stopped listening. Uh, Shelby says, yes, Lisa, give me that shriveled up, burnt back alley hot dog. See, I knew I wasn't the only one. (laughs) Uh, Josh suggests Sloppy Joe's. I don't think they're no. big enough for the Hall of Fame. When you really think about a Sloppy Joe, they are disgusting. Why? Because there's no crunch. Yeah, true. It's just wet. Yeah. Yeah, I remember a place that had a tuna sandwich, and they went with a soft bun, and the tuna's soft, Ew. and it was just the worst sandwich I've ever had in my you life. You need a crunch in a dish. Yeah. That's why we put the breadcrumbs on top of the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. That's why we put a little bit of broccoli or broccolini in our pasta. It need a little crunch, but... The Sloppy Joes in It Takes Two with the Olsen Twins. They look good. If you go to eat fast, it's an easy meal to eat fast. So it could be in there for Eat Fast Month. Lisa Month. (laughs) Cody says fried chicken deserves a spot. Ryder, why haven't you brought up fried chicken yet? Oh, fried chicken's in there. It went without saying. Ryan says coffee and cigarettes. No, (laughs) that can be in the back alley with those shriveled up wieners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For beverage month, yes, coffee's making it. But it's not going to be a mainstay, I don't think, okay, in the food Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We're doing a beverage month? Well, yeah, there's going to be different themes for this. Chocolate milkshake. I don't know if any drink makes it in there full time, to be Co- honest. A fresh, fizzy Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola fountain pop from Wendy's specifically? In the Food Hall of Fame? I don't think so. You can't beat Wendy's fountain pop. Like, chocolate milkshake... 
Welch, Welch's grape juice? No. The thing about Welch's grape juice is it makes me thirstier. It dries out my throat. Anyone else? Kenny James just wrote in saying, Lisa, did you really just talk about Wendy's Coke like it was even comparable to a McDonald's Coke? I'll go get two of them right now. Is Wendy's open? <laughs> just getting a Coke at this time of day. They're going to be like, are you okay, ma'am? DMs in the AM. Make sure to send your questions to Ryder and Lisa by emailing dm at play107.com. That stands for direct message. Yeah, it took me a long time to figure that one out. <laughs> like, actually, what's a DM? Slide into my DMs. What does that mean? Um, okay, this one is is fairly interesting, and I think I might be able to uh, to help. I was wondering if you guys would be able to help me with something. My husband had a beautiful head of hair when we first met. That's over 15 years ago. But to say that's changed is a massive understatement. The problem is he's not willing to accept it and continues to try to hold on to what's left. It's kind of sad, to be honest. I think he'd look great with a shaved head, but don't know how to suggest he try it without hurting his feelings. Interesting. Yeah, because everybody's their own worst critic, right? So if you were to say, you'd look amazing if you shaved your head, mm-hmm. that's that might be terrifying for somebody that has loved their hair for so long. Well, yeah, and the, I think the tricky part is one of the things that I had a rough time um, accepting was that... For when, those that don't know, Ryder is bald. Yeah. I I started shaving it, like, fairly close to the head at probably 28, somewhere around there, 29 maybe. Uh, but you realize once you start down that path, that's likely your hairstyle forever. You don't really go back from you did from for that. a little bit, but it was a bit of a midlife crisis. Yeah, I was just seeing it. It was you and Grant were doing the show with me at the time, and you like dared me to grow it out we like, to just see what it would look like. Yeah, we were like, let's see what it be look what it would look like if you had a little hockey hair coming out underneath your ball cap. I do like that look, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think that's it. Like you, you're you ha- you have to accept that your hairstyle for the next mm. potentially you know sixty years is going to be. A shaved head. And so it is terrifying if you aren't sure what you're going to look like. If I'm speaking to guys that are thinking about it, there's good apps for that now. Like you, you can, what do you mean? Well, you can, I'm sure on TikTok, if you just type in like oh, bald effect, it'll see. give you at least like an idea of what you might look like with without hair. So how does this person go about talking to her man? Or are you hoping that you can say something and she can play the podcast with him in the room? Oh, that's a decent idea. Maybe we can edit a version and send it to her. (laughs) So all of this part is out of it. Right. No, I would say. Hmm. What about the advice of like, just let him live his life? Yeah, no. Let him keep his hair. No, because here's the thing. A lot of guys will wear hats. When they start balding significantly. And that's great. I that's bet great. they look so good in hats. Until wedding season. Oh. And then like every time you'd be dressed up nice and want to get a picture with your dude. I thought that's what those slouch caps are for. You can wear a nice slouch cap at a wedding. Yeah. Everybody knows what you're doing. I would say the best tip I could think <laughs> of is to start like for this lady to get into bald guys to be like, dang, Jason Statham's my new crush. Oh, or, start saying that around. Yeah, him. or The Rock, or, or just start fancying guys with shaved heads, and even like plant the seed, like, yeah, you'd look really good with that. When there's a reason to bring it up, don't just say it like when his hair, his six hairs that are left are floating in the wind. Uh, say it when there's like a bald guy on TV. You know, Howie Mandel looks great with the. 
yeah. bald head and glasses. I think you'd look great. I just think planting that idea great then makes step. him feel confident that he wouldn't look ridiculous with the shaved head. Any other tips? Maybe that we can expand this to anyone listening right now that maybe is going through the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you could try to convince him to use the expensive shampoos and stuff. I have a buddy that started taking pills when he was like 24, and he's kept a decent head of hair. But I think it's almost too late if it's at this point to do that. So, yeah, I think just shave it in the night, maybe. When did you realize you had to shave it? I was driving, and I realized I wasn't paying much attention to the road. I was in my Jeep at the time with the top down because I just kept looking at the rearview mirror and my hairline floating in the wind. And I was like, ugh, I really got to shave this off. Aww, that, that must be it. really hard, though. Like, genuinely, I know we always have to have, like, a lighthearted angle. and mm-hmm. But was it tough? No, I had two older brothers that both went bald, so I knew it was coming. I was okay. prepared for it. Uh, I did miss having hair. For sure. And, like... There's the disadvantages for sure of when you sweat, there's nothing there to catch it. So yep. your just face gets wet, which <laughs> sucks. Uh, but there, there are advantages too, like the money I've saved on n- not having to go to a hairdresser. I told Ryder how much my hair cost and he almost had a heart attack. He couldn't believe it. No, that is insane. Yeah. I like have a rough time justifying getting the good razors because they're $17 <laughs> and I only have to do that once every couple months. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Plant the seed that you think bald men are hot. That's my suggestion. So why is this Gwyneth Paltrow court case so interesting? Because she's so interesting yeah. and strange. And this has to be turned into a TV show because if you listen in. On the court hearing, it is a wild ride. Being in that crowd would be so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that what happened was there was a ski accident. We know that for sure. Yeah, back in 2016, so Gwyneth was skiing, ran into a guy allegedly, and is the reason that he suffered a lasting brain injury, some fractured ribs due to the crash. So he is suing her for, I think, $300,000. Okay. And she's countersuing him. His name is Mr. Sanderson. For $1 plus the attorney fees that could run into thousands of dollars. And now we remember when Taylor Swift did this, when she went to court and she sued, countersued for $1 and Mm -hmm. everybody just loved that. Yeah, it was a power move for sure. It was, absolutely. Not here for the money, I'm just here for, I guess, my name. Justice, essentially. And Gwyneth says she did not get that idea from T-Swift. So maybe it's the new thing to do. Maybe the lawyers are telling them. Uh, Terry Sanderson's lawyer is uh, getting a lot of buzz because she seems to be fangirling a bit yes. with some of her questions. So we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, here is them talking about uh, or her talking about Gwyneth's appearance on late night TV and why that might affect their thoughts on this. It's it's interesting. Miss Paltrow, isn't it true that this was an accident that you caused? No, ma'am. Okay. Miss Paltrow went on Jimmy Kimmel saying, yes, I am accident prone. I am always running into things, which is very relevant to this case. How? She's How? Yeah. Because we believe that that's exactly what she did is she ran into things like she always does. That she did it on purpose? No, get... no. As she's accident prone, but that okay. she caused the Got skiing it. accident. Okay. The thing is, I feel like unless somebody's skiing like out of control... You have to understand that it's a dangerous sport where you're occasionally going to have a collision, right? 
there are people on skis going down the hill at fairly fast speeds. So yeah, like, they, they have paramedics available 24-7 when the ski hills open for a reason. Shouldn't there be, like, waivers where you can't sue somebody else if you run into them and hurt yourself Ooh. or if they run into you? I don't know. I have seen people on the ski hill, though, that are dangerous. They're mm. Usually they're in jeans, and they're just trucking straight down the hill as fast as they can. And their name is Jonathan, usually. It's funny because I actually know a Jonathan that would ski in jeans and be quite dangerous. (laughs) Straight down. Okay, so the reason why this trial is so interesting and juicy, like Ryder said, the lawyer that's supposed to be defending Mr. Sanderson Mm -hmm. is fangirling Gwyneth every time she questions her. Just loves her. Loves her. Like, it sounds like they're on a first date. Yeah. I have a bit of that. Do you want to hear it? Yes. You were wearing goggles, a helmet. Yes. Okay, kind of looked like everybody else on the slope. That's always my intention. Okay. Probably had a better ski outfit, though, I bet. <laughs> I still have the same one. <laughs> May I ask how tall you are? I'm just under 5'10". Okay. I am so jealous. I think I'm shrinking, though. <laughs> you and me both. I have to wear four-inch heels just to make it to 5'5". Five five, oh, so. They're very nice. Well, thank you. And you're not trained in accident reconstruction. Me? Yeah. No. Neither am I. I was yelling at him. Pretty loud. Pretty forceful. I was pretty upset. Right? You're small but mighty. Actually, you're not that small. Okay, and I'm assuming, (laughs) you're under oath here, that you're a good tipper. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. I wouldn't expect anything less. What is like, happening? Yeah. I'd be so mad if I was Mr. Sanderson. <laughs> and you paid for them to have doing? this weird conversation. She's going to be on her Instagram story next week advertising goop products. <laughs> Once this <laughs> totally. trial, trial ends, Gwyneth is going to send her a package. Yeah. This is another interesting plot twist of it all. He has deterred you from enjoying the rest of what was a very expensive vacation. Well, I lost half a day of skiing uh-huh. yes. right okay like Ugh. is she hoping to get sympathy that she lost um, lost half a day of skiing this guy's had brain damage yeah like because he's of it. unwell since the collision but that half a day of skiing Gwyneth that was I was kind of hoping for her because I just feel like as soon as this guy found out she was a celebrity that's probably what motivated him to sue it just seems to happen that way a lot this is just my opinion of what's happening. Of course. But then I hear that and I'm like, eh, I kind of hope he wins. Like you're worried about your half a day of skiing. Well, and it's it's unfortunate for her that that other clip of her has recently gone viral where they're like, what do you eat in a day? And she's like, mm, I like to hold off until noon. And even then I'll just have a little cup of bone broth. <laughs> yeah, no wonder and she got a little like, hurt on this. This is very deal. unrelatable content. <laughs> 1K Wordplay. Mustara, your real realtor with Maxwell Progressive. This is why we encourage you to never give up on calling in. Oh, I have never gotten through, so I'm not going to try. Well, guess what? Tracy has gotten through once before. And how much money did you win with us? 75. But you often play along and send us your answers afterwards. How many times do you think you would have won $1,000 had you been uh, caller seven? Yeah. Three, I think it was three times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tracy will text in the words that she thought of and plays along love on the it. text line. We love it. Okay, Tracy, who's your teammate this morning? I'm going to go with you again, Lisa. Yes. 
All right. For those that are just checking out the show for the first time, here's how it works. I'm going to give Tracy five words. She tells me the first word that comes to mind for each with a 25-second time limit. Then we'll invite Lisa back in and give her the same words for everyone that matches. It's 25 bucks. If you get all five, it's 1000 Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Your first word is breakfast. Cereal. Armpits. Armpits. Come on, Tracy. Deodorant. Pants. Zipper. Bicycle. Ride. And ring. Finger. All right. Well done. Let's get Lisa back in here. <laughs> How'd Tracy do? Great. <gasps> okay. How am I going to do? Terrible. Come on, Lisa, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the first word that comes to mind when I say ring? Finger. We're rolling. It's the first word that comes to mind when I say bicycle. Ride. 50 bucks. <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind when I say armpits? Stinky. Mm. What? <laughs> Just yours. Tracy and I use deodorants. Ah. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, well, we got to do better than 75. Can we at least send Tracy home with 100 bucks today? What's the first word that comes to mind when I say breakfast? Um. Oh. Sandwich. No. <laughs> Cereal. Oh. And what about pants? Legs. Oh. Just 50 so bucks bad. today. She went with zipper for pants. Oh, those are great answers, Tracy, but you picked up 50 bucks. Are we fighting? That's awesome. No. You're the best. Yeah, so- sounds like she wants yeah, to fight a little bit. Yeah, she's so mad at me. Thank you for playing, Tracy. <laughs> and if you're listening- Thank you, guys. I love, I love playing this with you and just listening to you on the radio. Oh, thanks, Trace. You're so sweet. Apparently, what you have on your keychain says a lot about you. We found this kind of interesting. Yeah, like the more things you have on your keychain, the more extra you are as a person, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love because it's so true. When you do see someone pull out their keys yeah. and there's so much happening, they're usually a very unorganized, chaotic person. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I just have uh, one thing on mine, which is my tape measure. Mm-hmm, a little mini one. little mini one. And I, to be honest, I thought I'd end up using it quite a bit. And I don't know if I've ever used it. Oh. So now at this point, I'm like, oh, this is just a waste of pocket space. But as soon as you get rid of it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to need it. 100%. So what do you have on your keychain? Jen texted in saying, I have my Las Vegas shiny rose, a bling lanyard. Had to love one because, uh, sorry, had to buy one because I love Vegas so much. Glenn wrote in saying, this is on my keychain and sent a picture and it looks like a little mini plastic trout. So I'm assuming... You fish? Mm-hmm. Well, that would be a, a good assumption. That would be a really good, or maybe just loves to eat fish, fish and chips. <laughs> That's true. Big fan of that. The big puffy circles that are just, I don't even know how to describe Fuzz what it balls? is. It's like the pom-pom on a hat. The kind huge of. pom-poms is a, yeah. is a popular one that I see often. I've never understood why, though. Is it just easier to find your keys that way? When you're digging through your purse, that would make sense. I'm always pro-lanyard. 
The lanyard industry should never die. You know why I agree with that, actually, is because when I'm looking for my keys, I'm not the kind of person that puts my keys in the same pocket all the time. It could be in one of five pockets. You know you're making people very anxious right now. Because, Are you saying that? Yeah, because the keys should have one spot always. They don't for me. And so when I'm like coming out of the grocery store and my hands are full with the bags... Quite often, it'll be the third or fourth pocket I check before I find it. Whereas when you when I have a lanyard, it's dangling out of my pocket, and so it. I can find it and access it easier. So that's one reason why I'm pro lanyard. But the con reason is when you do pull it out, it can usually pull out other things from your pocket by okay. accident. So just be careful. Like what else you got in there? Butterfinger wrappers and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. embarrassing, especially around the ho- the holiday season. Mark sent us a picture of his, and it has a little bottle of Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Hey, I've seen the little Srirachas before, and I've always had so much respect for people that have that on them at all times. Yeah. You never know. It's true, and or like you're at somebody's house, and things are tasting good, but you wouldn't mind heating it up a little bit, and they're not a hot sauce family. That's frustrating. You know what I have? So I donated money to breast cancer research, and they gave me back one of those fake loonies that you can use at Superstore. Sweet humble brag. Well, you got to throw that in there. <laughs> what did you want me to say? No, I think it was good. It's just you. I like how you slipped it in there. When's the last time you donated to a charity? Hey, Joe, I don't. This doesn't need to be a fight. It's tax season. Have you even submitted anything? Yes, I believe I have. I don't think so. Anyway, those exist. You can get those little fake loonies and then you never have to have change on you when you use Superstore um, carts. I want some noise-canceling earplugs to be put on my keychain. You're just mad because I called you out. So I can just pop them in anytime Lisa's talking. (laughs) Uh, I have a tape measure on mine and I was saying that I I haven't used it much. Liar. I watched you at Subway once after they handed you your 12-inch sub and you pulled it out and you made sure it was 12 inches. Well... I what wanna, were you going to do if it wasn't? I, well, I probably wouldn't have done anything, but I wanted to know. Well, I, you they, call it a foot, it. they call it a foot long. I wanted to see where we were at. Well, I'm finding out that I am the textbook person for the keychain study. Tell us. First of all, I have a carabiner that holds all of my other keychains because I have a little leather one that my friend brought me from when she went to Italy. I have a little kind of fake elephant that my daughter's friend brought me when she went to Thailand. I have one of those loony holders, but I lost the actual fake loony in the shopping cart, so I have a real loony in there. And then I probably have about 12 of those little key tags for, like, Chatters, the pet store, Superstore, Save on Food. When's the last like, time you used your Chatters one? Three years ago. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I have my key that gets me into, like, from my garage to my house. And then I also have my brother's house key. But my brother died in 2013, but I still got the house key. Well, that's so, special. Like, my keychain is one of those. My family is always like, oh, my God, why do you have that? Like, my kids are always telling me I'm extra. <laughs> so It looks like I'm, you're working at a jail. <laughs> so I do work at a jail. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you're used to carrying a oh lot of keys. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Jason from Right Side Auctions. You got a brand new location now open in the south side, serving customers with auctions ending Tuesday, right? And then the west side location's Wednesday still? That is correct. Awesome. Can you tell us about Right Side Auctions? So we're an online auction that sells uh, online returns and overstock. So anything that uh, you buy online, uh, you might find it in our stores. I'm just looking right now and I see a squat rack uh, that's valued over 200 bucks, going for $22. Like... 
the amount of deals on here. I uh, I've told a couple friends about it, and they're already active users. So <laughs> this is a good place to check out if you like bargains. Absolutely, yeah. There's amazing deals all the time. Jason, where can people find more details on your locations, or perhaps if they just want to look into some more items that potentially they could grab? Rightsideauctions.com. We'll have the information you need to get, the address, the phone numbers. And you'll see our auctions that are live with all the items. Lisa, there's new yoga pants here going for three bucks. What? Show me those. <laughs> well, we should wait until we're done oh, chatting with Jay's. True. Okay. Uh, right side auctions. <laughs> two locations now serving Edmonton. Make sure you get online and check that out. The Rider and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.